0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. Just me, just talking the usual movies, games, TV, and stuff from the week. Uh, did you hear that I broke my arm? If you didn't know that I broke my arm, you will by the end of this one. Um, so, there's that. Um, did a lot of half term activities. Uh did make it to the cinema, so there's that, and I've been playing a lot of computer games, because, you know, not much else I can do. Um, so yeah, before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, comment, drop any reviews you want to drop, and just share the podcast around. Uh, pass it on to a friend, a family, family members, neighbours, pass it on. Anyway, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello. How you doing? You all right? Oh. One of those things. I had to deal with some, for want of a better way of putting it, bullshit before starting this, and now I feel all like, uh, for fuck's sake. That's right. We're seventeen seconds in, and the swears are already flying. It's been one of those days, weeks, months, lifetimes. Oh God. So, how are you doing? You alright? Are you having a good time? Are you having a good week? So, broken arm update. Still, last I checked, broken. Um, that's been obviously impacting everything from an exercise standpoint. Running, working out uh swimming. Wanted to go swimming. Um, but just wasn't sure how it would be impacted. Um. Took all the girls climbing. But felt like a bit of a fifth wheel in that process. Um. Just. Yeah, yeah, it just sucks. Um so all i can really do is is walk so i've been doing not not a lot of walking i've been doing some walking um basically walk four miles on the morning get up early walk four miles get home walk the dog two miles get back try and get as much walking in during the day as possible walk the dog two miles in the evening And just hope for the best as far as the day and the the numbers are concerned. Um, And that was... It was going fine, it was going okay. It was best of a bad situation kind of system. Um, And then one day... And I think... I think this is just one of those things. I think it's just one of those... Occurrence is one of those regular occurrences um where exercise is concerned. If you if you are doing the kind of exercise where you work on the principle that there's no there's no finish line, there's no end in sight, there's no I'm exercising until this day at this time because I've got this race to do or this I don't know, people who went to competitions I guess or um like a boxer UFC fighter training for a fight, there's there's a definitive end date. Um but when that's not what you're doing, when you're just doing it day in, day out. I think it's natural that <sighs> just that monotony. And obviously you can keep it Keep it at bay by mixing it up, you know. Before the before the broken arm, it was running, outdoor out, outdoor running, indoor running, um, weightlifting, yoga. Can't tell you how much I'm missing the yoga. <sighs> I reached a point where I'd, I'd worked out that I can't actually bend my left leg at the knee when I'm doing. Exercise, and I'm starting to think. The more I, the more I look at it, the more I address it, the more I deal with it. I'm actually starting to think that that might have been what caused the broken arm. There's a possibility that because I wasn't able to bend my leg at the knee, that's what caused me to fall over. That's what caused the trip. Um. So. I think on top, you know, the the top thing is I'm missing the yoga the most. Um, There's a couple of things that I thought would have kicked in sooner with not doing yoga on a weekly basis. Um, Don't get me wrong, glad they haven't. Um, But there is also the stuff that I'm starting to notice more and more, and I'm like, man, I really miss being able to do the yoga. Um, but there was a day, I was walking home, I'd done my, I'd done my out, and I was doing my back, so I was walking back, and I just had one of those moments, like, a kind of like a snap, where it was like, oh my god, is this really, is this really it? Is this really the the life the the existence is this really all there is just walking or running or lifting or stretching or is this it and it was <sighs> It was a tough pill to swallow because there was that element of do you know what i might just i might just stop but taking it for what it was like the simplest form i wasn't home so that realized that realization of i was doing the lowest possible thing which was walking so i was like so how do i get home from here how do i get home from here Well. What what am I gonna do? How do I get home from here? How do I <laughs> How do I do this bit? So I had to keep walking to get home and that kind of pushed me through that barrier. Um and admittedly I've not had it I've not had it since, so I, I think it was just a blip. And it's not the first time. I've I've discussed it. I've discussed it on here before. It's not the first time by a long shot that I've been like is this it? Is this life? Is this is this where we're at? Is this what we're doing? Um, so I know that it happens every now and then, and I know that you know there is that element of just pushing through it. But oh man, I tell you, sometimes it feels like was it a little it a little dung beetle or something pushing that that ball that ball of dung up a hill. Or was that just on a nature program or something? There was a guy. Was it some sort of, was it Greek mythology there was a guy pushing a boulder up a hill? I feel like that was a story. And I feel like it relates to this. Um I've written down here on my list. <laughs> I've written down here on my list. Uh Realising Arm is actually broken. Um which was you know, I wrote it down, so it is just designed to be a reminder. But reading it back, it's like, um, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever broken a bone or um, torn a ligament or pulled a muscle, any of those sorts of things. Something that you know, I, I had a series of times in my life where I pulled my back, and to the point that I couldn't even put socks on. Um, so. Like debilitating injury kind of thing. Where you try and convince yourself that it's not real. Like, oh, somebody made a mistake. Or, oh, that machine that can see through my skin and take a picture. Yeah, it was it was wrong that day. Or that sort of stuff. Um, every now and then, I get a very stark reminder that my arm is actually broken. And it's usually when I try to do something that I could do before it was broken quite easily and simply and, you know, whatever, that I can't do now. So the, the first one was looking at my watch. That was the first thing. That was the realisation. That was how the lady at the hospital knew that the, the arm was broken because I was like, I can't look at my watch. She was like, yep, it's because your arm's broken. Um, so... There was, a, there was a thing the other day where I thought I'd test to see if I had any more um, use of the arm. So I decided that I was going to um, put some weight on it to try and turn the shower on. But it wasn't that. I was going to try and close the bathroom window so that I could put the shower on. Which meant the way I used to do it was I would rest. My left arm on the windowsill Use my right arm to close the window um, So I was like You know that's That's not difficult even with a broken arm I'm sure that's possible uh, And found very quickly uh, No No it's it's not possible To put any weight On the arm And Again a little bit sort of demoralising When you're like oh, It It is actually broken, isn't it? Um, uh, I'm, I'm very much over it. But again, like the exercising, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't just say, okay, we're done with this now, let's move on. Because that doesn't fix anything. It's like... You know, okay. I want to be able to drive. Driving right now would be really helpful and useful, and I could get through a variety of things that I can't do um, if I could drive. That would be great, but I can't. So it's 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 that sort of stuff. Uh, and the knowledge is it's still going to be a couple of weeks, I'm I'm very much done with it now. There's a lot of. <clears throat> I think both me and Leon had that realisation that it's only two weeks ago. It feels like months ago. Um, so it's been I think this is the point now where it's like, I am I am done with this, I don't want to do this anymore. I do want to get a drink though. I've mean, been listening to a podcast recently, and it's just one guy who just talks. And talks talks talks. Kinda like this one. But you never hear him take a drink. And after some of the podcasters are in like the three hour region. And I'm like, I can only presume they edit it out. Because there's no way that, that person can talk like that without having a drink. He says, having another drink. So I had a very strange, not very strange, but slightly strange, I had, a, I had an incident happened on Thursday. I took all the children, and I mean all the children, into town. Um, middle daughter had some vouchers to spend from her birthday, decided it was probably a good idea to get them spent, so they're not just going to waste. I told everybody to take some money. Um, just in case, you never know, you might see something. As it was, everybody came home with something, um, apart from the boy, apart from the youngest. He did not come home with anything because one of the shops we were going to was a bookshop. And as I kept telling the others, um, he's recently had some new books, didn't need any. Uh, Went into town, did a little bit of shopping, got on the bus to come home, I've been told previously, don't worry about getting on the bus, because although you think it's really expensive, it won't be. It'll only be this much. Um, Spoilers. That information was incorrect, and it was really expensive to get on the bus to travel a mile, a mile and a half. So expensive. No wonder I gave up using buses a long time ago. Anyway, we get off the bus, um, and whether it was the excitement of going on the bus, when you're a child, going on the bus is exciting, so whether it was that, there was the excitement of going on the bus, whether it was the excitement of going um, going into town, going into town might be exciting as a child, Uh, buying new things, getting new things, maybe it's that, who knows, but I sensed that my youngest daughter and my middle daughter were getting very amped up, get very excitable, very excited. And almost in one fluid train of thought, I went, <clears throat> this is very similar <clears throat> to that time that um, Again, my two youngest daughters got very excited, got very amped up, got very... Uh, and my youngest daughter fell over and smashed all her face in. So, as that was happening, she was coming to an uneven piece of ground that was also a hill... was also just like rocks and stones and rubble and like you know that like random bit of tarmac but it's the old tarmac so it's all gravelly and just like the worst terrain imaginable so as i had this thought of oh they're getting like that time that she fell over i looked to see her start going down this hill of of, uh, hill of death uh, and I went, oh no, she's going to fall over. And literally, as that thought went through my mind, and I went to open my mouth to say, oh darling, just mind your foot in there, because you're getting a bit amped up. And you know what happened last time? You fell over and you hurt your face. And that footing's real and even. And you're not as, as sure-footed as you could be. And... As all of that was about to leave my mouth, I watched her trip on a stone and fall down a hill, think about the gravity involved here, and smash her face into the stone and rocks and rubble and gravel and weird tiny bit of tarmac. And I just went, the hell happened there? It was like I knew she was going to fall and then she fell. Am I psychic? No, no, I'm not psychic. And I'm like, oh, that thing of I've got all four children on my watch. Of course, she's going to fall over. Of course, she's going to have a horrific injury. Of course ultimately this is my fault i went over i was like and here's where things went even even worse than they could have been even worse than they should have been this is where things went wrong because sometimes as a parent i have two voices two competing voices in my head one is the voice that i want to use that often gets pushed to the back and the other is a parenting voice that I would have heard many moons ago, and that voice, more often than not, comes to the forefront, which is unfortunate, and I have to sort of manage that. So instead of saying, "Oh, darling, oh no, you're falling, oh you know, let's get you picked up and let's oh what have you done? Have you hurt yourself? Uh, you know, the, the 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 nice parent," I went with darling, you fall over because you don't pay attention to what's going on around you. That's what you want to hear when you've just fallen down. Managed to get her up, and I'm like, oh, no. And as as I saw, I watched it happen in slow motion, I saw her face hit the ground. I knew there was going to be, it was going to be bad. I, I was like, worst case scenario, she's going to have knocked a tooth out. And we're going to be having to deal with that for the next however many years. Luckily, not the case. She did scratch up all of her top lip, um, and once home and cleaned up and under further inspection, she'd actually grazed a chin, a top lip, and one of her nostrils. And I'm like, I've got this whole thing at the moment where I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to create these stronger, tougher more resilient children because the world is awful and one day they're going to enter the world for real and realize that it's an absolute shit show and everybody in it is just the worst not everybody but you know what i mean so i'm trying to create i'm trying to cultivate Stronger children, and there's been this conversation in our house about whether that that's maybe gone too far. With uh, certainly my youngest daughter, she's very much uh, if she falls, she just gets up and carries on about her business. Doesn't even bat an eyelid these days. So I tried to pick her up, which I can't do because I've got a broken arm. Did I mention I've got a broken arm? Can't pick my children up. That's that's fun. So I have that to deal with. So I'm like trying to like half pick her up using my one arm that I can use, which I managed to make it about five feet because she's not exactly light and I had to put her down. And then I'm like, let's hold hands, but oh, I don't want you next to the road. So hold the sleeve of my jacket that doesn't have my arm in, cause that's comforting. So we walk down the road and I'm like, you are not gonna be satisfied until you have scarred your face completely. And she's like, Yeah. Like, oh, darling. And that voice in my head is still saying, be be nicer, be be nice. Tell her it's okay. And I'm like, Oh, you know, it'll be alright, darling. We'll get you home and get you cleaned up. This was all fine and well and good, right up until the point that she decided to step off a curb. Without registering that she was on the pavement Nearly binned it again And I'm like What exactly is it that you are trying to achieve right now? So we get back I'm like right we need a flannel Can't fl- I cannot find a flannel in this house For love nor money I'm like right okay next uh, We've got a bajillion muslins Let's use one of them uh, and At the last minute I was like Let's get a cloth um, my son's got all these like cloths For like wiping his face After meals and stuff I was like let's use one of them Get on, we got get some hot water on it Start cleaning uh, She'd already washed her hands and swilled uh, The dirt out of her mouth Right let's see the damage Hands are fine Chin grazed Lip clearly grazed Because she's bleeding walking home Uh, chin grazed, lip grazed, nostril grazed, rest of face, dirty but okay. I'm like, darling, look at your face, it's bad but it's not too bad, we're gonna get some, put some pseudogram on it, it'll all be fine. And the guy... ...that's like, I've got to make these children tough... ...so they can deal with the world... ...so they can go out there... ...and deal with all the savages that are out there... ...that are going to try and hurt them... ...and be mean to them... ...and they need to be strong... ...and they need to be tough... ...and they need to be, you know... ...everything I wasn't as a child... ...they need to be this. That guy... ...didn't realise he was about to get stabbed in the heart... ...when this tiny little face... ...turned around and looked at me... ...and said... I'm sorry Daddy and I was like <laughs> trying not to cry going you don't need, you don't need to apologize to me darling it's not my face whilst inside just like, what are you doing so yeah I, I'm trying to... I'm I'm thinking about trying to maybe soften the edges a touch because I don't I don't know how to explain it when when you can't pick a child up and give her a hug and say it's all right you fell over and bumped your face. I think that's one thing, but then on adding on top of that, oh well, you know, get yourself up and let's get cracking because you know there's no time for crying and. Uh, you know that that guy, the military militaristic drill instructor who thinks that the best way is just get up, dust yourself off, and move on. He says with his broken arm. Can imagine I got a broken arm? So I did a thing. I don't really know how much I, how much I want to talk about the thing I did, which is going to be problematic. Um. I did a thing, I I moved outside of my comfort zone, Um, a comfort zone that has been in place for many, 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 many years, I moved outside my comfort zone and I did a thing. And weirdly it felt good. felt right it felt just it felt like it was gonna go my way and a couple of weeks later i was like we're good here this is this is gonna because i went outside my comfort zone i'm gonna be repaid by it all you know it all coming back on me it's all gonna be good and we're gonna be fine everything's great. And what happened was it went the other way. So I went outside my comfort zone. I did a thing. And it backfired on me. And I was like. Uh, oh no. So. Recently I've been trying like. Things like this, trying to step outside of my comfort zone in this area, step outside of my comfort zone in this area, step outside of my comfort zone in as many areas as possible, and then try to hang on for dear life. It's like kind of saying, oh, I've never ridden a mechanical bull before. And somebody says to you, okay, well, the record for this mechanical bull here is one minute. If you can stay on that for one minute and one second, you will hold the record. And that record's never been beaten in 10 years. So you get on it and you go, I'm gonna do it. And you've just got to hold on and hold on and hold on for as long as you can. And there are aspects of if you last 20 seconds, last 20 seconds more than you'd lasted 20 seconds earlier. If you last 30, you were halfway there. 45, amazing. But if you can make it to that minute and one day, ad- Additional second. Well guess what. Greatness is at the other side of that. And that's kind of. In a weird cryptic way. That's kind of how I've been trying to do things recently. So there's that part of me that doesn't understand. Why it all went wrong. Why it backfired on me. So then. Then. Then you have to do all the... Well, it wasn't meant to be, was it? wasn't meant to be. Was not meant to be. That's not the one for me. But it's the other stuff. The other stuff that it affects. So, the small amount of confidence that I have, which, let's face it, is pretty much non-existent, took this huge knock to, to the point of this is what I was going to talk, talk about. Um, I've started, <laughs> I've started not sending text messages. Now, as a statement, that sounds weird, but I can explain. So I had this thing where you know, oh, I had a thought that went in my head. where can that thought go? Oh, this group of people that I've got this group messaging thing with this group of people would really appreciate that thought, you know, oh, here's a funny picture or here's a joke I thought of, or, or you know that kind of stuff, the stuff the sort of stuff guys do. you know, here's something I saw on Twitter, isn't it funny? all this here's a thing about a thing that let's discuss, oh my God, I saw this thing earlier today, can you believe how hilarious it is? A long, long, drawn-out conversation that I had with my children that I'm now relaying to you and, like, all these different people. What I've found, like, and I, I can't explain it, but it's like my confidence has taken a knock in the sense that now I don't send text messages. And I write them as well. Write all the text messages out. So I'm like, oh, you know, hey, uh, let's have. Uh, let me tell you about a conversation I had with my children. And it's like four different well not four different like three different children and four different conversations strands, and it's like me talking about stuff and them talking about stuff and oh isn't it hilarious and blah 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 blah, blah. and at the end of it i go oh they're not going to care i just delete the whole thing and then it's like oh i'm going to take a picture of this so i took a picture of something like oh i'm going to send it to this person like, all oh, right, I'm gonna send it to this person. Uh, so uh, you do the thing where you put the picture in the message, and then you do the thing where you write underneath. Oh, I saw this, and it reminded me uh, of, of this. Reminds me of you, sort of thing. You know that kind of thing. And then I go to send it, and I go, oh, that person's not gonna care about that. So I delete the picture, delete the message. It's weird how weird things like how how you react to things so i'm like oh i'm not gonna let it i'm not gonna let this this knock back affect me i'm not gonna be grumpy i'm not gonna mope about it i'm not gonna take it out on other people you know well-adjusted rounded things that i normally would do i'm not gonna sulk i'm not gonna take it out on this person or that person or You know, it's not their fault. You know, it's my fault. And oh, I'm not going to contact this person. Tell them about my my downfall. I'm not going to tell this person about this or that or the other. Which, in a lot of ways, in some ways, I was like, that's a very mature and grown up thing to do. Look at me and my maturity and uh, look how far I've come in life and blah, blah 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 blah. However. Instead, I'm now in a world where I don't send text messages. Because I work on the principle that nobody cares what I'm going to have to say anyway. So, yay. Look how mature and well-developed and well-rounded I am. (coughs) As mentioned previously, sorry if that was loud. As mentioned previously, uh, we did get over to go to do the climbing um eldest daughter bought some climbing shoes so you know that's 2.50 saved each time um middle daughter she does the climbing youngest daughter she insists on coming but she, she just she can't do it she needs help and i can't help so ultimately it's money for her to roll around on the mat so got it sorted so that she could um Miss the first half and come for the second half. Ultimately, still the same money, but um, gives the other two the opportunity. So, me and the two older children went to the climbing place, met up with uh, podcast alum Edward Dunch. So, we get there. Now, my eldest is clearly into it spent a lot of money on some shoes bought some chalk she's down she is this is this is it for her she is she's in my middle daughter um the the first couple of times we went it was just she wanted to climb up off the ground a couple of feet and then that was her done and the last time we went it was like well why don't you just go one more hand hold up and then you've You've gone higher than you've gone before, um, and that that kind of thing. Um, but as I said, as I've said before, um, my my middle daughter is very um, controlled and governed and affected by fear. The fear of things. Uh, we'll come to that in a bit. Uh, we'll come to that again in a bit. We'll talk about that so i was like i wanted to i wanted to get past this my eldest is really enjoying it she's really pushing herself she's moved um she's like she's conquered the first two colors and i saw that she was now starting to look at other colors and really try to develop a, a different style i saw her doing some quite advanced techniques i'm like this is this is amazing i love it when they when then when they love activities and they want to get involved and they want to do stuff. I'm very I'm very much behind that sort of stuff. If you want to pick an activity and you want to do it, I am there. I'll help you. All of that sort of stuff. I'm I'm big into that. So I was like the other thing is the eldest doesn't need help or supervision. Um she can sort of go with Ed and they can basically climb together so I was like right just me and my middle daughter I can't help her so I need her to be able to do it so I'm like well why don't you try this one this one looks doable and you could go this way and you could do this and do that and we'd found one that was quote unquote easy looking I was like, I think you could do this. I think you could go all the way up there. So we sort of worked out a plan and applied a route and and away she went. When she got to about my head height, I was like, look, what I'm saying to you here is you could easily go further. I can use my good hand to sort of push you onto the wall Giving you that ability to be able to reach up and go higher. And then you've got literally two more handholds to do. And that's you've done. You'll have completed it. You'll have done it. You'll be a success. So that's what she did. She tried and she got up there and completed. uh, I think it's like oranges first. So she completed her first orange. And she came down, and I, and I spoke to her about it. And I said, you know, you need to, you need to hold this tight inside. This is an achievement. This is a big thing. And I went, you know, on and on, as I like to do, about how you know achievements could drive you on further in life, and you can always look back and say, I achieved that because. I was saying, so, I was like, you know, confidence. You you used confidence to get you up there. Look how tall it is. That's like twice the size of me all of this um, she got a little bit emotional about it um, which in a situation like that I don't necessarily think that there was anything too too wrong with that. She was obviously seeing that she'd achieved something um, I told her that I was very proud of her for for not letting fear control a situation and um, actually you know embracing that situation. I was like look there's one over here this is a different one but it looks it looks similar it looks um it looks doable for somebody who's just done one it looks doable to me we went over she tried it again like just that tiny little bit of help and up she went and she did that one and I'm like that's two you've done she came down she went to another one did another one came down went to another this was the theme of the day um then she changed on to a different colour, moved up a colour, started doing those. I was like, I really think the way I'm seeing what you're doing today, I really think that you could move up a colour here. Yeah. You could you could go on and you could do another colour. And you could you could achieve even more today. You add even more. And we were counting how many things should achieve and how many you should done and all of this, that, and the other. And so many <laughs> so many in she'd moved up onto this other color and she'd done like i think she'd done eight full routes on her own completed on her own no help past a certain point she'd done it all on her own all of this there was a point in time where she started climbing up one she got to my head height, which was all fine and well and good and great and groovy and fantastic. And then she went the next handhold up and I went, oh, oh, oh no, it's too high. I don't like it. And it was like the fear had transferred to me that I was afraid. And from that point, every time every time she went past a certain point, I was like, Oh my god, it's so high. What if what if something goes wrong? What if she falls? So all the things that she'd been afraid of all the things that she was there going, oh, but it's too high, and what if I fall? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine, get yourself up there. And then, <laughs> and then after a while, I'm like, oh my God, it's too high. What if she fell? Um, there was a moment where there was a point where she sort of slipped, came down the wall a little quicker than she'd intended. Um, and again, this was another point in time where I was like, look, this can't, you know This can't define you because something like this is going to be one of those ways. It's going to stop you from enjoying it. It's going to stop you from inclining It's going to stop you from continuing. So
1: I honestly think
0: the best thing to do is just get back at it. Um, And where, where previously um, that would have been a much bigger thing. She did. She just got back up. She got back up the wall. Got Got another one under her belt. Another climb under her belt. So up to that point we were saying. She's like she'd had one full climb up to that point. When she left on Saturday or whatever day it was. She had 11 full climbs. Both orange and yellow. Orange is like your beginner. Yellow's the next one up. Um, just absolutely fantastic. Um, I was absolutely blown away by her achievement. Um, my eldest was getting, like, like I said, looking up, going up, and up to the next colour up. Absolutely phenomenal! Just what a complete change in the space of a couple of weeks. Um, so, set myself a little task, a little challenge, a little objective. Where um, I'm not gonna be defined by this injury. <coughs> so basically, I was like, I gotta do something. I was like, I'm gonna try and run. I was like, if I'm honest, thinking about it, I don't know if running is really gonna affect the arm too much. Because when I run, I run. Almost like my both of my arms are in slings anyway, so I don't think the arms going to be affected. It's not like I do any twisting of my arms when I run, so I'm like, I think I need to try. I need to see where I'm at. About a couple of you know, a couple of weeks downtime. I just need to see. So I tried to do a little run. Man, what a bad idea that was. So irony in this one is that the arm felt fine didn't feel didn't feel anything didn't feel a twinge nothing like the arm not a problem there my friend we are good to go can get back to running get back to getting the miles under the belt everything is golden gravy fantastic wonderful apart from the fact that everything from the waist down was fucked Did I mention that I can't bend my left knee? My left leg at the knee. Yeah. That's a lot worse than I thought it was. Um, It's really bad. And I'm not sure if that's causing an additional problem. Because my my right hip joint. Like the the ball and socket bit of the right leg. Yeah. Absolutely. Agony. Now, <clears throat> for the last couple of years, I've experienced this anyway because it's just one of those things. I don't know. Uh, really hard to explain. Don't experience it while I'm running. Experience it while I'm walking or if I'm doing a strange sort of like, if I'm turning, like, you know, if you're in a room and you turn around to walk out, that kind of strange turn causes this weird pain. In the, uh, the the leg joint well, I don't know what what the hip hip I suppose if you have you had a hip replacement that's what they'd replace oh my word do I need a hip replacement so everything from the waist down absolutely boned um, two completely different things as well so it's not like you can just say oh I'll just bend this at this way and do it like this to compensate. Because it's two completely different areas, two completely different need for compensation Didn't have the brain power or capacity to work out how to compensate for two different things So it was just like, well I guess this is this <clears throat> The knee situation, I'm honestly wondering whether that's something to do with the fall that I took Because the one thing that was never addressed in the whole thing (coughs) was how much impact my knees took. Because obviously the toe that turned purple and needed x-raying was where the impact happened. And the arm was obviously broken. So (coughs) the knees didn't really get a look in in the damage um, assessment. So now it's like, was the damage done to the knee? And then trying to compensate for the damage done to the knee. it's that causing the hip? And ultimately, this all ties into... Running ain't no fun. And it ain't no joke. So what is that? And what's the solution? This is why I was saying I feel like I need to get back to yoga. I need to get back to stretching all of this out. I'm hoping the problems that you know the the knee feels tight, so it feels like it needs stretching. So maybe that's the solution to that, and maybe if the knee doesn't hurt, that'll uh, relieve the pain on the hip. Is that how that works? I don't know, but I'm not sure I see much long distance running in my future if I can't sort this problem out. So that's the week. Or is it? Because in a lot of ways it is. And a lot of ways it isn't. Because the entertainment stuff from this week um bleeds into the week itself. Now then, just need to double check something because I have a feeling I don't think I've written down. <sighs> Very quickly, 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 catchy monkey. What does this say? Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, there you go, you see. Because I've written down three. When it's actually six. No. Right there we go. No. It's five. Silly man. So TV wise. <coughs> uh, remember I was saying. I watched that TV series six. Well CLTM six. and I watched all of series one. Uh, there is a second series. Which I started. Um, and. As with things like as always with things like this, um, it's always the same. It's not always the same, but it's often the case. Series one, great, fantastic, wonderful, loved it, brilliant. There was a couple of issues with the first series, stuff that I could have done without, but other than that, series one was great. Loved it. Series 2, so far, I'm 5 episodes in, I believe there's 10 episodes, and I haven't just looked, I've got 9 days left to watch them, Um, 5 episodes in, and all the stuff from series 1 that I didn't like, and all the stuff from series 1 that I did like has literally traded places in Series 2. So, the 10% of stuff that I didn't like in Series 1 is now the 90% of stuff in Series 2. Very much one of those that I imagine they didn't really know that they were, they were, they were definitely going to get a second Series. I probably didn't plan that out. Um, but it's all... This is a SEAL team and they're all broken. One guy's got a concussion. One guy's got... Um, family problems One, another guy, a different guy going through some sort of divorce, separation thing, then they've got a new guy who's crazy, they've got a a guy who was going to be one thing before he became a SEAL and he's now bridging the gap between these two lives, and it's just like, hey guess what, I don't care I'm not watching a program about Navy SEALs to find out what that guy's daughter did at school today? You know, I, I, for for one of a better way of putting it, we're here for the shooty shooty bang bang that series one was absolutely jam packed with. They've they've added they've added this weird random, like like almost like a main character, and. I was essentially tried to crowbar this woman Into this story And aligned this woman with the bad guy From the first series It's It's one of those If I didn't think that if I just let it go I'd, I'd maybe wonder what, Whether it got better Or what, what was the outcome I'd have just stopped watching it um, you know when you start a new series You're like "Oh, I'll watch the first episode and see what it's like and You watch the first episode and you make a decision There and then whether you're going to continue with it In a lot of ways I feel like I should have maybe done that With the second series of this because I didn't sign up for this It's kind of that oh, I've got nine days left to watch the whole series Which is another five episodes how heartbroken am I going to be If I don't get through them in the next nine days You know, that kind of thing um, In other news been watching Because um, it's the off-season, you know been watching The League Got through Series 1 It was a lot shorter than I remembered it being It was like six episodes, I think um, I said to... Uh, I said to Paul Martin's studio the other day, I was like... Every single time I start the league, I always wonder if it's going to stand up. I wonder whether it's a little bit too dated. I think we're talking like 2007, when it was originally set... And then moving forward for six, seven seasons or whatever it is. So you're like, oh man, is it going to be real dated? Four minutes into the first episode, you're like, nope... Absolutely rattled through series one. Well into series two now. And honestly. <coughs> as a series. It it just does not disappoint. There have been episodes. I've seen the league multiple times. All the way through. And there are episodes that have kept me laughing. Start to finish. Watching an episode this evening. Laughing my ass off. Absolutely phenomenal. Um movies been a few movies in this house this week um either something I've seen a million times. <clears throat> me and Mel just watched X-Men, which I was I'm as surprised as you are she's gone she's gone off book recently she started watching Marvel movies which on one hand baffles me and on the other hand I'm like cool, I love Marvel films um but hey. Not for us to be talking about right now. Um, They all watched Despicable Me 3. I think I saw 10 minutes of it. Can't comment. I've only ever seen probably about 10 minutes of it before. However, we made it to the cinema to see a film that... Pretty much everybody wanted to see. Good times. Apart from the fact that... In hindsight... Okay let me start Let me start properly I'll tell you what the film was The film was that it was um, Puss in Boots The Last Wish I'm not usually a fan Of a spin-off I'm not a fan of You know weirdly You know when they started doing Minions movies Um, You know that sort of stuff So Saw a trailer for... Oh, it's a Puss in Boots film. It's, I think, like, the second Puss in Boots movie. I think there's been one before it. There was, like... Was it three Shrek movies? Um, So, what? We're now on film five? Has there been others? Part of me thinks that there was... A spin-off or a TV series or something? Anyway... Saw a trailer for Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. And I went, that kind of looks good as a spin-off. That kind of looks good. So, maybe we need to go and see it. So I showed them all the trailer. Uh, Would you go and watch this at the cinema? Yes, yes, yes. Now, I'm very, I'm very particular about which films we go to these days. Because... If it's a Disney film, it's going to be on Disney. We're not going to the cinema to see a Disney film. Uh had the whole thing with Matilda where it was supposed to come out at Christmas on Netflix so we didn't need to go and see it and then they changed that and it's like, oh no, right, it's not coming out until the summer. I Mel mean, just really wanted to see it so we had to go to the cinema even though it'll come on Netflix at some point. You know, there's got to be some reason to have that subscription. That sort of stuff. So, I like... It's a DreamWorks movie. It's not going to go on streaming until it's available to buy. That's going to be however long down the line. I'm happy for us to go to the cinema. Uh, Side note. (laughs) This was fun. Nana bought the girls for Christmas. Or all the children, if you like. A voucher to go to the cinema. Now I'm like, it's probably going to be you know, X amount is going to get it so that they can go to the cinema, they can watch a movie, we can use the voucher, bing bang bong, done. I'm booking the cinema, I've got the seats ready to roll, I go to payment. I'm like, okay, right, before I go to payment, I need to go into the voucher to get the voucher to get the code from the voucher so I can use it to pay. Which point I see that the voucher is more like hey, you go to the cinema for a a good few times if you like I'm like whoa Super generous Amazing, fantastic, wonderful Saw a thing on the voucher That said uh, redeem in store And I'm like cool I just need the code So I can use it on, on the app Or the website or whichever you like I go back, payment options uh, Card, okay No um, Other card No Apple Pay no. Where's Where's the pay with voucher option? Oh, that's not an option. Oh. That seems strange. Or Maybe it's because it's on the app. Okay, let me go back. I'll, I'll do it on the website. That's fine. No, no, no. Now, whilst I'm trying to book the seats, the tickets, all of that, the seats are going, like, in, like, live. They're, like, people are booking them left, right, and centre. They are disappearing at a rate of not. So I'm like, I need to be quick. I go to the website, I go through the process. I try and book the thing. The way that you pay for it is card, card, Apple Pay. What is happening right now? I go back to the voucher, and where it says redeem in store, that's the only option. I'm like... What The realisation at this point That there is never going to be a point in time When that voucher is going to get used Because apparently You can't use it to book online What a In some ways Genius From the perspective of the cinema Because they already know that nobody's Ever spending that voucher Because nobody's going to travel All the way to the cinema to attempt to use the voucher and then go, sorry, we haven't got any seats available. What are you gonna do? Hang around for two hours, wait for the next show in? What if you go into one of those showings where it's only that showing that day? What then? Absolute insanity. That is nothing but another example of people getting jacked for money. Anywho. I'm like, F this for a bag of whatever. I'll just buy the freaking tickets. Because I've got no other option at this point in time. There was this there was this plan of going there to do a thing. To do it. I was like, I'm just going to buy the tickets because I can't be asked dealing with this right now. It should have been done. Let's make magic. So, I bought the tickets. Ended up having to get like second row. I'm like, this is going to be fun. We go to see Puss in Boots. The last wish. We go in, have this weird thing where I think you can get down one side to get to the seats. Well, you can't. You can only get to the seats on one side. Weird. Luckily for us, although it was the second row, second row was quite far back, so you could see the screen fine. Perfect. Job done. Boom. My favourite. Buy four seats. 30 seconds after we get there, my youngest daughter always does the same thing. Daddy, can I come and sit with you? Yeah, of course you can, darling looking at that not cheap seats because the price of the seats have gone back up anyway we sit through all the garbage absolute garbage the the adverts oh my god the adverts just just die then you've got the trailers even the trailers these days are shit there was one good trailer, and I've seen it before, and it's the new Spider-Man film, and it looks freaking awesome. Other than that, every trailer for every kids' film, was like, this looks shit. Anyway. The thing for the film comes up. This is an animated kids' movie. And the thing for the film comes up, and it said, P.G. And I went, what? Why is it PG It's a kids film, it's anime, it should be a U Why is it PG And instantly I went Probably worth taking note of that So we started it, we started watching it uh, So far in There is a character This is not a spoiler uh, There's a character that appears um, And, and it's, a, it's a big scary wolf Yeah. It was a big scary wolf. Now, in my opinion, absolutely hands down, fantastic character. I thought this character was amazing. I was like, I honestly think whoever created, designed, made, however you want to put it, the character of this wolf in this film. Should be talking to other studios about making like villain, like proper villains in proper, like, you know, proper bad guys in proper movies because wow, this is good. This is the sort of thing you want to see when you come to the cinema. That's what I thought as a 42 year old male going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn across, look at my daughter. I'm like, why is she lying face down on my chest? Oh, because that's not, I'm not the audience. She is, and she is scared. Oh no, if she's scared, turn over, turn around look at my other daughter, who's basically hiding in a hoodie. I'm like, well, I can't imagine that character's going to be in it much. That'll be the PG rating then, yeah? Cool. So uh, there was a point in it. Where one of my daughters was lying face down and the other one was crying. Um, don't think my eldest was too bothered by it, but hey. Um, a complete uh, aside to all of that. Can I just say, I really enjoyed that film. It was really good. Like I say, not a massive fan of a spin-off. Not a massive fan of you know the the, the lower rent. Characters, shall we say? But I do love what DreamWorks do. I love DreamWorks. So we're on for a winner. The art style that they're that they're using these days, great. Love it. Um just did spend half the time trying to work out some of the voices. Uh one of the voices uh thought I knew who it was, waited for the credits at the end. Never heard of the person who it actually was. But I did get one of the other voices. I got the voice of the little dog. Um, Absolutely fantastic I loved it Again like I say not exactly the audience for it If you're planning on taking a small person Try and work out if they're afraid of Giant scary wolves If they are Might not be the film for them Just a heads up Computer games Uh, I'm still Still playing Need for Speed I'm closing in on the end of the third week uh, won't make any sense to anybody who hasn't played it I have tried to explain it before it's a bit weird uh, the game's split into weeks day seven days, day and night days racing night times, different racing you got the police to deal with all of that uh, you need money, you need cars that's the name of the game, get after it I'm, I'm closing in on the end of the third week already have enough money and the right car to enter the race. So part of me is like, hey, I might just like go and do the last couple of days and just basically not do anything and then just enter the race at the end of it. Finished Dead Space. For a game that I really wasn't sure about for quite a lot of it, towards the back end, um, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sold on this one. Yeah, it, it, it pulled back. The end. The back end was, I think, it was a, a, somewhat different to the original. There was a twist. I don't know if anybody played the original. Uh, there was a twist at the end of the first one. So obviously, you know what the twist is, and you know to expect it, and you know it's coming, you know when it's going to happen. So they did the right thing and changed the twist. Boom, maybe loved it. Um, obviously. Thankfully, New Game Plus was already ready to go, so I jumped straight in on that. Something that is a little annoying with these ones is oh, you get all your weapons and all your upgrades and all of your suits and all your. Da, 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 da. You get all of that when you find a shop. And you don't find a shop for about an hour. So it's New Game Plus to a degree something i thought was interesting was when it's like oh there might be um, different enemies like new enemies in it i was like hmm, that's cool so started that all good all groovy all gravy um i'll keep coming back to that just like i keep coming back to name speed but like every other day I play name speed um one thing, I, one thing i did want to talk about um a little while ago i got uh I think I had Injustice. Anyone that doesn't know it's the DC fighting game made by the people that make Mortal Kombat. I think I got it on the PlayStation Plus, so it was free. Um I'll, I played it with my eldest a bit and we got onto it. And then uh you know, anything like that. Like the next the next child along wants to go, and the next child along wants to go. I think when we had it originally, my youngest was a bit too young for stuff like that. My youngest daughter, sorry. Um, Time passed. Got Injustice 2. Um, I bought that, I think, and I bought a load of upgrades for it. Because I was like, hey, you know, we enjoyed the first one. We got that one for free. Maybe it's not so bad to pay a bit of money for this one, especially if we're going to get some enjoyment out of it. Which we did. We enjoyed it. It was fun. It was great. We enjoyed it. Played it for a bit. That was that. So my youngest daughter the other day, I don't know why, I said to her, I was like, oh, I'm going to get you to play this game. I'm going to teach you how to fly a helicopter. So we did that for a bit and it wasn't really for her. And I was like, well, what about this game? It was like a skateboarding game. It was free, PlayStation Plus game. She played that for a bit, still not for her. I'm like, I don't really know what to to tell you, I don't know what game you can play. Then randomly, I was like, "What about a fighting game?" Yeah, yeah, play a fighting game. So putting justice *Injustice 2* on, because it's there on the thing, just in case. Just in case the girls want to play it. So she was playing. She was loving it. She was playing. Uh, she had to be Harley Quinn, and she had to fight uh, the the person that she was fighting was um, Harvey uh, Poison Poison Harvey. i was like, darling, it's it's Ivy. Yeah, yeah, yeah i want to be uh poison ivy right it's ivy yeah poison ivy whatever so she just sat for an entire afternoon doing that so i said to her today i was like oh did you tell your sisters what you've been playing i've been playing fighting game they're like what fighting game Male's like you've been playing injustice yeah she's been playing injustice oh i want to play injustice so it sort of re-reinvigorated the 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 wanting to play injustice too. So one evening, I'm getting the younger two to bed. I was like, you guys put that on and play that. Um, I'm gonna get the others or help to get the others to bed. Job done. I came back and I was like, what is going on here? So my eldest is good enough to be able to like kind of play it. Not as much of a button basher. Middle Daughter. Isn't good enough to play it. So is a button basher. What this means is. That it is all out war. Between. My eldest. My Middle Daughter. And I'm like. This is fantastic. I'm loving it. This is great. Because they both like get down to almost no health. And then one person wins. Every single time they play. <laughs> the best, absolute best thing I've seen in ages. One of them's got so much health left, nearly dead. The other one's got so much health, but got but got more. One of them hits the other one, get the health right down. I'm like, oh my God, you're going to win. And then the one who's getting beaten... Uses the special super move. The, the big special move that you can use. I'm like, oh my god. She's going to win. And in the process of doing the special move. The other one. Punched them in the face. And won the match. As I was like, oh my god. That's absolutely insane. <laughs> Amazing. It's an absolute delight to watch. Them just absolutely hammering the crap out of each other. Um... Finally, everyone in my house has been playing uh, Hogwarts Legacy, and I have um, abstained up till this point because I wanted to get Dead Space finished, and before that, I wanted to finish Callisto and and so on and so forth. Um, yesterday, finally gave in and started my playthrough of Hogwarts Legacy. I've been playing for a little while, and here's my early. Kind of review of it So few things that I don't like um, So this is the thing If you're on a PS5 you shouldn't ever see a loading screen If that's the case Why is it that when I walk up to a door I get a little loading thing Spinning on the, on the door Before it opens uh, Running and not running Places that you can run Places you can't run this is a game mechanic that annoys me to uh, to the nth degree. Honestly, it needs to go. It's so annoying. Oh, follow this person, but don't run. Yeah, well, I ran to get here, didn't I? Um, there's quite a few glitches, uh, especially things like costume-wise... You'll put like a set of robe on, robes on, and then it's just like always, you know. Our clothing gets real glitchy, so that's that. Um, now then, on the flip side of things, I say about the oh the door loading thing. Well, yeah, you probably are going to get some loading when it looks as amazing as it does. Honestly, I truly believe that the company that made it had just bitten off way more than they could chew. I was like, there is absolutely zero chance that this company is going to be able to do this game. They can't do what they promised. It's gonna be it's gonna be Cyberpunk 2077 all over again. So far, it absolutely is not. The the size, the scale, the detail in this game is insane I don't know how long they've been making it for I don't know how much how much manpower or man hours have gone into it but my word it's bonkers very much one of those games it reminds me um, years and years and years ago I played Grand Theft Auto 3 and the first night I had it I played it for 11 hours straight Turned it off to go to bed. And Leanne said to me. What did you think to it? And I went. I don't know. I just. I just don't know. I mean there's things I like about it. But there's things I don't like about it. And then the next day. I played it for 10 hours straight. And at the end of that I went. Yeah I might like it. It feels like that. There's a lot I don't like about it. Uh, it's an RPG. So it's 90% talking. Which does my absolute bonting. But, there's a lot I do like about it. It's a very good game and it's very well made. And And I'm almost surprised to be saying that. I feel surprised to be saying that. So, um, as with the way I've been playing games recently, um, that will be put into the mix. I'll be continuing to play Neve's bleed i might play some more dead space on new game plus but uh stay tuned for a lot more hogwarts legacy updates let's put it like that there we go that's it uh it was supposed to be a short one turned out to be a long one um i'll catch you next time so there you go what you think of that another one done another one gone another week gone another week in the books Thank you for listening, thank you for joining me, listening to me ramble on about, well, stuff in it. Before you go, click the subscribe button if you haven't already, Uh, click a thumbs up, give us a like, share the podcast around, write a review where you can write a review, that helps the podcast, as long as you give it five stars. Uh, You can check out the website, thecookiecast.com, there we've got social media links and an email button so that you can get in touch with us, whichever method you want to get in touch with us that's it for this one Till next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then thanks for listening to this episode of cookie cast